Hey, Eric. Yeah, Ben. Pretty excited. What are you excited about? I'm excited because we have a sponsor for this podcast. No way. Someone's sponsoring this? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Homefieldapparel.com. What do they do at homefieldapparel.com? They go through your schools. In this case, Iowa's history. Plucks out retro designs, some of the coolest historical prints, and brings them back, makes them available. You can get really, really, really cool retro Iowa gear that you thought was lost to history. It's not. It's alive and well on homefieldapparel.com. Wait, you're telling me I can get vintage T-shirts and sweatshirts on homefieldapparel.com? Oh, yeah. All kinds of tees, sweatshirts, hoodies on homefieldapparel.com. I went with, uh, so a lot of Iowa fans will know about the gold script jerseys. They describe themselves. I don't, nothing else needs to be said. I went with the uh, Beware of the Swarm Iowa football tee is what that's called. It's a black tee. It's got Herky looking like he was playing with Niall Kinnick catching the football. Uh, Beware of the Swarm. Maybe you're a fan of the 1980s. You love the uh, you know, field goal to beat Michigan, 1985. Uh, and there's the vintage fight for Iowa 1980s Herky tee. So white. With I don't know how to describe him. He looks like Yankee Doodle Dandy a little bit with an Iowa banner, and he's got a you know 80s boombox with him, ready to tailgate. Oh, or maybe you just want to go with the the solid American East Farmer sweatshirt. You got lots of great choices, Eric. Your family, you got a lot of Hawkeye fans in the family. Yeah, my, my wife's family in Iowa City. What should I get them from HomeFieldApparel.com? Well, do they just like the the standard Tiger Hawk? Or they do. do they, want something? they wear that, but is there you know anything kind of special so they don't so they stand out in Iowa City? You know, I'm also a pretty big fan of the, I call it the Talon Hawks. It's probably got a better name than that, but it's uh, it's totally herky, but just as a hawk, an actual hawk, swooping down, getting ready to probably grab like a gopher and, and eat it for supper. Um, that's a really, really cool sweatshirt. Um, or any of the, you know, you get a lot of retro herky especially, and I'm a big fan of, of herky through the years, different choices. So, yeah, pick something out for your, your wife, Eric, on the website. And other schools are available. But because of the association with GoIowaAwesome.com, you can use promo code GoIowaAwesome for 15% off your order. That's it. I'm going to HomeFieldApparel.com. I'm ordering mine right now. The governors uh, got together and said, look, let, let's play for a hog. Let's play for a pig. Ben and Eric gather out their laptops. One's a gopher, one's a hog Welcome to the pot of Rosedale, the bronze pig full of hot takes. I'm Eric with Ben here, and the Hawks are back, baby. Ride the lightning. How you feeling, Ben? All right. Eric, that game went exactly as expected, um, which is... I, I have a question. Go ahead. If you had been at the game, at what point do you just leave? Are, are you one of those, like diehards that are there till 1 30 in the morning to watch this shit game end ben lewis 2022 would not have stayed i don't know what point would have gone i might have tried to wait it out a little bit but i wouldn't at some point i would have said screw it and left my uh, uh sister and brother-in-law shouts to jamie and aaron if they're listening they were at the game i think they left after the first delay but i i don't i mean if it had been a team that they were you know if they're playing for the Floyd Rosedale, maybe I stay and sure. see how that shakes out. But. If I was a college student, I would have stayed. I'd have been like, oh, this is crazy. Uh, um, you see those? Did you watch? Because I, I turned it off at some point. I did kind of catch up a little bit. But did you sit and watch the whole game? What was your viewing schedule? No, I, no. I was at my family's house. I saw most of the, pretty much all the first half. And then I was driving back to my house. 
during the third quarter and then, uh, you know, lightning delay happened while we were driving and kind of kept checking in and doing other stuff. You got the baby down and kept checking and, and saw the first time they started and they, I don't know, they played for like five minutes at like 10 and then and I went and like played video games for a little bit and came back, saw the one play they ran and then started getting ready for bed. And then I watched some of the fourth quarter on my phone. Cause my, my wife is normally like, she will watch every minute of a game, regardless of the score or outcome. She, I think she loves it when they're like running up the score like that, but she had to call it a night and she tapped out and yeah. didn't, I mean, didn't I got watch the point it. It was like, it's not a real team. If it had been against a, a big 10 team, especially one of Iowa's rivals, you know, I would have wanted to really, really like watch, see if they run up the score and see the mice. This is Nevada that they, they're terrible. I, I've given the Gophers a lot of crap. Hawks about are their back, schedule. man. Hawks are back. Two and Nevada one. is terrible. Nevada is terrible. They're still slightly better than New Mexico State and the Illinois. Didn't they beat New Mexico State, right? Didn't Correct. they? they Correct. It was a pretty close game, though, right? I think it was Fair a 10 point right? game win for Nevada, but they're both really terrible. So, no, I was not back. It's a, They were a bad team, but uh, the one thing that was awesome was, well, Caleb Johnson actually has some big playability, which if I was not going to have the worst offense ever, they're going to need him to break off a bunch more touchdown runs. And I loved how much they chucked it deep. I don't think they're going to keep doing it, but if they did, that would be I'd be really happy if they did because this team can't drive the ball on anybody with a pulse. They only have like 300 yards of offense, and I, I did calculations. They had six plays, Eric, that were 210 worth 210 yards, and then I think it was 55 other plays for like 127 yards. And then this again, a terrible defense. So, uh, you know, it was a nice. I, Iowa's defense looks good though. I mean, well, seven points for the season, right? Or ten points for the season? Uh, it's it's 13, but yes. Okay. Otherwise, their defense is great. They have one of the best scoring defenses. They have one of the they they probably have a top 10 in college football defense. Not a big surprise. Tory Taylor's incredible. Return game's looking pretty good, and they seem to have found their kicker. It's fine. But anyway, you know, your Gophers, not, are they getting enough respect? Well, hold for on. Just... We'll get to the Gophers. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. look, looked up some advanced stats. College football total QBR stats for uh, all of college football. I mean, it only, it only goes to 127 on ESPN. Sure. No, number 127 is Spencer Petrus with a 7 QBR. Sure. The lowest in college football according to ESPN. Yeah, sure. Um, I, they have I, a stat, advanced set PPA number of points contributed by the quarterback, accounting for QBR, how much he plays, all that. Uh, Petrus has a negative 18.7 on that. And then the EPA was stat, I think I said earlier, is like points added, expected points added. Petrus also negative 12.2. I think he's the lowest in all of college football. Yeah, he was. Uh, this is this is old news. You already you already did this, and I, I mean, I well, we're three games in. It's even after. It's going to get worse. Nothing. It's going to get worse. This was this was he peaked against a terrible team. This is what's going to happen, and his numbers weren't that good against a terrible team. So it's going to get terrible. So, speaking of advanced stats, right? So Iowa State's been the best team that Iowa's played uh, at this point. SP Plus puts them at the twenty sixth best defense in college football. Um, there's five other teams on Iowa schedule that have as good or better defenses, according to SP plus than Iowa state, Illinois, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Ohio state. And you're, you know, and of those, all of them are in the top 10, except Illinois, which is 25. 
Uh, your Gophers are, I think, let's I can just pull it up. They're considered the eighth best defense according to this. Wisconsin sixth. Uh, what was Iowa know, again? What's their rank? Iowa's well, so Iowa's overall ranking is is much lower because their their offense is a 94. But as a SP Plus puts Iowa as the fourth best defense in college football. So ahead of the Gophers. Yeah, but I mean we're functionally very similar. They're all elite defenses. Uh, Ohio State is 16th. Michigan is 10th. So it, it's going to get grim. Um, and even this upcoming week, Rutgers isn't is also a bad offensive team and they're like 38th with defensive efficiency according to this it, it's going to be bad so yeah he's going to have the worst qbr in all of college football i am convinced that that's going to be the case for spencer peters because he's not going to get benched and whatever i mean this is we're now we're the, the broken record is going spencer he peters was still like, missing open rrr, receivers and even on rrr. plays where the receivers are completely wide open he's throwing it behind them He's throwing it over their head. I mean, it was raining and, you know, the weather was bad. Like, you give them a little bit of a... And I, uh, I mean, the other team didn't the score. Blame on some of those wide receivers, too, that they didn't track the ball correctly. I, I don't know. I don't care. I don't want to seem like I'm defending Spencer Peters. I promise you, I don't want to seem like I think he's worthy of starting. He's not. He is. He, there was a bunch of wide open dudes, like, all over the place downfield. Like, as open as I've seen Iowa receivers get in a couple of years. And he missed a bunch of throws, but I don't know that it's entirely his fault. I think some of those were catchable, and receivers just didn't make adjustments. But then other ones bailed him out, like that uh, Nico Regani catch where he basically took the ball away from a dude. I mean, that was an underthrow that could have been a pick, should have been a pick. So um, that's fine. He's, he's going to have the worst QBR in all of football. It's it's going to be well. Bad. That'll be fun to track if he ever jumps up past 120. Well, he seven. hit like 30. He hit like 30 QBR or whatever this past week, and that got him all the way up to like seven or whatever you just said. Yep, he's like, set a seven. And what's do you know what? Who's who's the person who's right ahead of him? How high up does he have to get? Seven point eight is JT Shrout, Shrout from Colorado. Coincidentally, no, not 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 a shock. Uh, Colorado's also got a terrible offense, so he's close to climbing out of the gutter. It's it's not hopeless. He has a chance, although Colorado doesn't probably have to play as many great defenses as Iowa does, I don't think. But I don't care. Just for comparison, Tanner Morgan is number uh, – his QBR is 73rd. He's number 37. Okay. So, uh, sorry, 73. He's number 37th as total total QBR. Okay. In all yeah, of college fine. football. It's got to be nice to have a real offensive coordinator, a real offense – a real offensive line, all really cool perks for Tanner Morgan. Well, if we're if we're jumping on the Gopher talk, which I, do it. I'm happy to do, we can. Uh, it was another boring game from a yeah, fairly destroyed neutral perspective. Colorado, uh, Pro Football Focus College uh, listed the Gophers as they had the highest graded Power Five players as quarterback. I guess Tanner Morgan has the highest grade from Pro Football Focus. Ibrahim, Mo Ibrahim, highest graded running back. He's great. Uh, Span Ford, highest rated tight end. And Terrell Smith, highest rated cornerback. Um, so, yeah, they lead the way with four players as the highest graded for their respective positions, according to Pro Football Focus College. Yeah, Tanner Morgan basically writes that he's graded above 85 in every game he's played this season, the only Power 5 quarterback to do that. But he's played against New Mexico State, Western Illinois, and Colorado, who have a combined record of 0 and 11. Which yeah, they're, isn't they're terrible. Great. <laughs> no, it's it's as soft a schedule as, as you get. Uh, if we're doing advanced stats, New Mexico State 
it's considered to be the worst. I mean, I you this know this is the advanced I, stat hour. If you it if is, you that's tune fine. In for I, some well, advanced I, I love it. I love the advanced stat talk, Eric. I, I'm surprised you're you're. Let me get my out. spectacles out so we can do more advanced stats. I'm here. glad you got your your six shooter of advanced stats ready to go. Start hitting bullseyes. Well, this, New Mexico yeah. State is considered the second worst team overall, and they, according to advanced stats, have the worst offense in all of college football. Yeah, Wisconsin clobbered them over the weekend. Not everybody. I mean, yeah, yeah. they're they're maybe going to win two two games is is the ceiling for New Mexico State. I mean, they are abysmal, and Colorado is is really not a whole heck of a lot better. Consider the 110th best offense and 108th defense. They're 0 and 3. And Western Illinois, yeah, has hasn't won in the one double A. They're yeah, they're 0 and I think yeah 0 and 3. Um, yeah, all the combined 0 and 11 against the teams they've played, which is and they're probably gonna, I mean yeah they they might win two games in the one to play. So it's it's uh, not it's been soft. I'm looking forward to but seeing here's the another Michigan State matchup is gonna be fun. Mohammed Ibrahim, they said he's gained a first down or touchdown on 49.3 percent of his attempts, which yeah, is it's unreal, kind of like, crazy. Like that's insane. And that play where he dragged like four guys into the yeah. end zone. I don't. You probably didn't watch. Maybe people listening didn't watch, but. He dragged like it was like a forty-yard touchdown. He dragged like four guys into the no, end zone. That, it was I, I, that's not part of it. Yeah, it's it, it's great. I mean, I you know the games get boring because at some point you're like, oh, they're up twenty-one to nothing, and Colorado State or Colorado is not a real team. This is embarrassing. Um, I'm just trying to imagine Iowa, but without a great defense, it's like yeah, oh, I got some more brutal. stats. Sure. I'm I'm all full of it today. Uh, Minnesota won uh, three straight games by thirty-eight points or more, first time since 1916. Oh man! 140, oh, yeah. 149 points scored. Most they've scored in the first three games since 1916, and 17 points allowed. The fewest in the first three games since 1999. So, pretty good on offense and defense. I again, bad teams. I get it. 100% understand. But I mean, I, I don't think no they should be ranked. I don't think the Gophers should be ranked in the top 25. There's this debate. It's like hey, they've crushed everybody they play. That's just what their schedule is. They should be ranked. If you look at the top 25, like. Most of the teams with one loss, it's against a top 25 team. Like, the Gophers haven't played it. Well, I mean, this weekend, they play Michigan State, who just lost. They're out of the top 25. So even if they win on the road against Michigan State, I mean, do they deserve to jump in? Maybe, I suppose, Michigan State. They'll flirt State. with it. They'll get a bunch of votes, even if they don't sneak in. They'll at least be up there with receiving votes, and I think they'd probably sneak in. It depends on how they win, of course, but if it's a dominating victory, I'd, I'd bank the Gophers to be 23rd or something, you know. We'll see. Uh, it'll be a step up in competition, though. That's for sure. Getting out of the friendly confines of, what is it, Huntington Bank Stadium? Huntington you know? Bank. So, so a hostile crowd. Andrew Morgan won't have a bunch of people cheering for him. It's going to be the opposite. They're going to be jeering him. Calling yeah, him I man. think, are they, are the Gophers favored? Looks like. They're not. I think no. uh, Michigan State's like a three, very three slight points. favorite. Yep. Uh, basically home field advantage for the, the Spartans. So it. Should be a fi- exciting game. I'm looking forward to hopefully watching a full 60 minutes of Gopher football uh, for the first time this season. So it should be exciting. But you you want to know where they are in advanced stats? And since we're since we're talking Michigan about Michigan State, the, yeah, or, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Michigan State. So offensively, 19th best in college football so far is what the, they say, and then uh, 33rd best defense. So I, I would call it a massive upgrade by about 100 spots from any team the Gophers have played. Even uh, you know, even if a bad stance aren't all they're correct enough to be, I think you can rely on it. But apparently, 122nd special team. So apparently, they you know field position will be huge for the Gophers. You can use that to play play Iowa style control with Ibrahim. 
But the biggest news isn't really the Gopher score against Colorado. I mean, good, good, good on the Gophers. I'm sure it's really fun to just watch a bunch of blowouts. I, I don't really remember what that's like, but great. But the big news is is Chris Ottman Bell is out for the season. Yeah, that's the real headline from that game. What does this mean? I, you, you had Gophers at ten and two. To he still stick to ten and two? You think this drops them to nine and three? I mean that I that mean, hurts the passing. I game. I mean if it does. It definitely hurts the passing game. Although, I mean his 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 season stats. He hasn't contributed all that much. I mean that's partially because they're just blowing teams out and running the ball constantly. Sure. So, when you're getting eight yards a carry or whatever you're right. getting, like why bother? With three different running backs, you know, it's, it's, but he was, I mean, he's their leading receiver, 11 catches, 200 yards. He's got one score. Uh, like the, the tight end, is, it's played really well, uh, span forward and he's the highest rated tight end or graded tight end according to pro football focus. So, I mean, he can pick up the slack. It's it's a it's it hurts. I mean, certainly your best wide receiver who's been there as long as Morgan mm-hmm. and Ibrahim. Like, and you said you thought he's gonna an NFL guy is what you you said in our, our preview. You uh, thought I, he's it up seemed there. like he was. He's I think he's gonna apply for a, a medical redshirt, so he may come back for his what seventh year. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, it makes sense. He should. I, you know, you wanna. You, I don't. I don't know. I don't think he'd get drafted now. So yeah. Sure. I mean, it's it's still just a run first offense. So uh, losing your best wide receiver hurts for sure. But if they can I, still run, it, if they can run the ball the way they have, well, uh, sure. If they can run the teams, ball that well against everyone, then it won't matter. But you know, at some point, I think the Gophers are going to find themselves in a hole and need to pass, and won't be able to rely on the run pass option because everybody knows they're going to pass and nobody's going to care about them running the football. I mean, and he was hurt last year, so he he didn't. He was in and out last year as well. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe a, a, another loss or two in there because it's possible. Maybe, okay. Yeah, because because I mean, what you're saying now to me, if I'm game planning, you know, I crowd the line of scrimmage, really make sure I cover span four. But that's always been the game plan against them, right? I, that can't be any different. Well, you, I don't know. Do you worry about the other other receivers beating single coverage so much? I mean, maybe they can. I, I don't know enough to know, but. Can know, Tanner I mean, Morgan also, find him? I, you know, well, that's we'll that's a whole separate problem. You know, you know that that's what I think the Gophers. The number one graded only, quarterback in the country. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. Um. I I think he's if the Gophers have a have a weakness, it's it's him. But um. But hey, I think it's still the Big Ten West is terrible. I've heard it described as assy. There's just uh, there's just a lot of problems in the Big Ten. Yeah, West, Northwestern so. lost. Purdue lost. It's let's it's let's do a little bad. roundup. Yeah, let's do a little roundup of uh all the action here. Um, because uh, you know we had a lot happening, all of it pretty much bad for the Big Ten West. You know, Iowa won their horrible game. Nebraska got annihilated at home by Oklahoma, and I'm like annoyed at myself for not. Um, not uh, putting money. I mean, Oklahoma was only 11-point favorites over Nebraska. That that seems crazy in hindsight. Bet the farm, yeah. Yeah. Southern Illinois, a one-double-A team came in and beat Northwestern. Purdue lost to Syracuse on the road. Um, Although Syracuse um, looks like to be a pretty good team. They're but, decent. I mean, they're not a leader or anything. No. But, but, yeah, sure, it was a close game. I, I, I thought mean, Purdue was going to have a really good season. It, it's kind of not looking that way. Well, but. I mean, I think, you know, the, there's only a couple teams they're going to have to beat. We'll, we'll get to it. But, um, you know, Wisconsin absolutely clobbered New Mexico State in a game like who cares? It doesn't mean anything kind of game. Um, 
So it's tough, but uh, all right, let, let's let's do our rankings here. I, 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 we're both gonna put Minnesota at one, right? I think yep. uh, still put yeah, them at they're one. still number one. Yeah, only uh, got, undefeated team in the Big Ten West. Yep, I, I've got a change of my number two. Do you as well, Eric? Uh, I I can't remember who had his number two last week. I have Wisconsin last, as number two. No, then we had Purdue last week at, okay. at number two. So I, same thing. I bumped Wisconsin up to two and then moved Purdue down to yeah. three. Um, uh, I actually, so I, I debated Purdue, Illinois at three, four, and I, I think I, I yeah, I put Illinois ahead of Purdue. Yeah, it's close. Uh, that's exactly the same. We got Purdue at three and Illinois at four, and then I moved Iowa because I'm such a homer all the way up to the five spot. I did too. Look at Uh-oh. us. Oh, Look oh at my us. gosh. Look at the Potter Number five because Northwestern just looked pretty yeah. terrible. And, and Nebraska's, Nebraska's trash. Is, yeah. Wait, so. Look at us. Look at us. Who there we thought? go. Cue so, the uh, Paul Rudd meme. You and me. Yes. Look at us. Look at us indeed. All right. So let's look ahead. First, first at your Gophers. Oh, no, the Gophers are favored by three points. I thought I saw the line being in favor of Michigan State, at least on ESPN now. Yeah, Gophers three-point favorite. Minus three to the Gophers on the road. Okay. So give them six points. Sure. Okay. So you you taking your Gophers? Yep. I am. Uh, The Altman Bell injury hurts, but... Michigan State losing to, I mean Washington's a, a good team, um, but yeah, Washington was favored, but the game was really, a, I mean it wasn't even that close really. Yeah, they got um, kind of blown out. Um, yeah, and, they, and I think Michigan State scored late to keep it closer, but it was still like an eleven point loss. So you know, not very close. All right, but here, Phoenix, here. boy, did he destroy! Amazing. He, I'd mentioned um, the top ranked. It, I think he's like in the top ten. For quarterback, QBR, yeah, he's number nine QBR in the country, Phoenix. Indiana's <laughs> previous, why do you, am I saying that in a way that doesn't? Uh, no, I, it's just, it's just the name. It's Phoenix. Uh, I, I think it's Penix. I don't know oh, what it's, Penix. how the actual brand is. But Penix actually is more Pe- fun to say. Penix Jr. Is, so he's a junior. Yeah, it's a, it's a junior Penix. Sure. <laughs> Got it. The second one. Um. No, it's it's just a funny name. That's all. I'm just being childish and immature. That's all. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I picked the Gophers. I think it'll be a close game. But again, just running the ball, grinding it out. The defense is playing amazing. Um, I, I yeah, I I would be surprised if the Gophers lose. Uh, I'm ho- I'm really hoping they win this. This this if you look at their schedule, like this is a really big game because Purdue looks like trash. I mean, or they're just not as good as everybody thought. Illinois just, might be tough, but that should be a win. And then if you beat Penn State, the 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 rest of the games through until you get to Iowa and Wisconsin, like they could be undefeated going uh, playing Iowa here in Minneapolis. So it, it's a big game. It's I don't know, is it a must win for their chances to be in the Big Ten championship? I don't know if it's a must-win. No, it's win. not. It's a Big Ten East game. It's not a must-win. I mean, I, the Gophers could lose, definitely could lose to Michigan State and Penn State, and probably, I, I think 9-3 and three could potentially be enough. I mean, there's just, Graham Mertz is really terrible for the Wisconsin Badgers. He's really not a good quarterback. Um, but it's going to be a lot of gross, low-scoring games, kind of like last year. Purdue can't seem to play defense so well, but yeah, Northwestern and Nebraska are just well. Or bad. does I Ibrahim just run all over him? I mean, is he is he like on his way to win a Heisman? Like maybe I I think that I, I think probably more highly of the Big Ten West defenses than you do. I think some teams, uh, you know, whether not all of them, but some of them are going to make things really difficult for the Gophers in the running game. 
and uh, it's going to very but clearly. But Phoenix, I would, a former uh, Big Ten quarterback, four touchdowns and you know 400 yards. He just threw the ball all over Michigan State. Yeah, like, but I, Michigan State doesn't even have one of the best defenses. No, in the but Ten. that's but that's who the Gophers are playing next week. That's all I'm saying is like. Well, sure, but my point is, if Phoenix just can you, do it, does does well, it mean maybe they're the Gophers can do it? Uh, maybe we'll see. I mean, I, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the opposite. I, I think a, a bucket of cold water is gonna be dumped on the Gopher hype train. Um, I mean, it's gonna be a close game. I, I will be shocked if it's not one score either way. Um, and we'll see. Again, I you know, then maybe I've just been wrong about Tanner Morgan this whole time, and maybe they won't be able to stop Ibrahim. I, yeah, I don't know. Michigan State's defense is is definitely not not among anywhere near the best that the Gophers are gonna see in comparison to Penn State. Wisconsin, Iowa, three of the best defenses that the Gophers will face. But I'll take the opposite. We'll keep it spicy. Keep it, keep it a little okay, spicy. Okay, Mr. Spicy, Mr. Sriracha. How about your Hawkeyes? Um, so this is why sometimes football is just so bizarre. So Iowa is traveling to Rutgers, looking at ESPN right now. Iowa is a seven and a half point favorite over Rutgers, which is shocking to me. Three and right? O Rutgers. Correct. I don't know who they've played. I, I think they've beaten at least one decent team. I, I Boston know, I College, they, Temple. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. So yeah, better schedule than the Gophers for yeah, sure. For sure. I think they're an, also an offensively challenged team. They're going to try to run the ball a lot. Um, but a, an excellent defense. But seven and a half points is just so massive. I mean, I don't, I don't love the spread for Iowa. And the over under is thirty and a four and a half points. That's crazy low. That's a ludicrous over under for a college football game in twenty twenty two. Um. But, I mean, I, I think I, I pick Iowa straight up. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be gross. Uh, this is kind of a must win for Iowa. I, I don't really think Iowa is going to be competing for a Big Ten West championship. But if they are, they, they can't lose this one. And even if they are just trying to go to a bowl game, I, I, I don't know if you let this one slip. It looks really grim for Iowa's bowl prospects after this with their offense being where it is. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to go the opposite. I'm picking Rutgers. Okay. I don't think Spencer Petrus, you know, he had one semi-decent game, but, I, you know, they ran the ball better against Nevada than they have all season. Um, well, that, again, that's mostly two two big plays, and one of them, you know, two to Caleb Johnson had two runs for 95 yards for two TD, long TD runs outside of that. Um, and if you ignore quarterback sacks, I mean, Iowa averaged three yards a carry against a really bad rush defense. So it's even worse than that. They didn't even have a good game against Nevada, I would argue. Um, but the problem is, I think, according to demand stats, we're going back to them. Rutgers has an even worse offense than Iowa. They're sitting at 103rd um, and a defense that's 38th. So it's going to be a close, gross game. I mean, one Iowa wins like... 13, you know, I, I guess it's something like 16 to 10, something stupid like that gets a couple of turnovers and it's really unpleasant to watch. They've scored th- 30 more points than Iowa, like overall. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're taking into account the quality of the defense is what the, these advanced stats are coming at. They're, they're looking at who they played in three uh, games. That's an average of 10 points a game more. Sure. Okay. But I was given up less. I mean, I don't know how many, how many points has Rutgers given up in their three wins. 104 total. Okay. Okay. Compare that sorry, to sorry. That's they've, a lot. Sorry. They've they've get they've scored 104 points. They've given up 42. Got so it. Iowa's only scored 41. They've 
there's they're like 60, 60 points more than Iowa overall, but you're saying they have a worse offense. According to advanced stats, okay. which again right. is saying that they had the advantage of playing worse teams. So their overall stats take into account that Rutgers has played much worse defenses. Than but Iowa. they don't take into account just actual points. Uh, it's some, but it's relative, okay. right? right? I mean, if <laughs> if you hold Iowa to 200 yards, it's like the let's say you know when Hawk, the Hawks and the Gophers play, and you hold Iowa to 250 yards, is that a good performance by the Gopher defense or a bad performance by the? Gopher That's defense? an average of 20 more points in every game for th- whatever. We're arguing. This is the stupid argument. It My matter. point is Iowa's offense is terrible, but because they played a bad team, they scored. You know, twenty seven. And, and the points for does that count the four safety points too? <laughs> like, sure, I mean, sure. You're also throwing in four of those points that weren't even scored yeah, they don't, by they the don't offense. They take account to the context. They don't really care about the context here. Um, well, that's it, it's even more drastic if you pull out those. Right, yeah, but you can go the other way. Oh, should Iowa have uh, that low of uh, scoring defense because? It was a pick that led to a field goal that Iowa State. I mean, you can do that if you want. Um, but at my point, we can split hairs. I All don't right. think Rutgers, Rutgers can have Rutgers. a marginally better offense, and they probably have a marginally worse defense than Iowa. I still think Iowa's going to stick it out. I mean, we'll see. I think the home uh, field advantage works in Rutgers. Does, does, is there a big one at Rutgers? Oh, it's huge. Yeah, is I've it? heard it's huge. No, oh, I have you? No I was idea. like, they seem no like idea. one of those schools that people don't they don't play in about. like a high school stadium. No, I think they play in an actual stadium, but it's New Jersey, and I don't think a lot of people are super into college football. I mean, you talk about sort of Gophers fans can be ambivalent at times or have been, certainly when they were at the Metrodome, like people didn't care so much. I, I think that's probably even more acute in New Jersey, but I mean, it, there'll be people there. It's, you know, it's not in Kinnick. Um, I just, I mean, it's a big spread too. I mean, I, Vegas thinks Iowa's quite a bit better if on the road they're over over seven-point favorites. Well, I'll say if, if Iowa wins by eight eight more or more points, ten points, maybe even a larger win than that, it does change the season quite a bit. Like I think you start looking at them like, ooh, can they sort of do the same thing they did last year, where they just grind out teams and score a few touchdowns here or there and win just win games. I mean, that's really all it is. Like the Iowa State loss was tough, but if they just keep winning games, you know, maybe this season is a lot different. Maybe well, my seven and a half bet is going to, I'm going to lose no, that. I mean, I think you should still feel pretty good. I mean, you just need them. I mean, they're about to uh, got Michigan coming to town. They have to travel to Ohio state in like three weeks. Uh, a sandwich and that is a trip to Champaign plus Wisconsin and, and Minnesota. And pre- I mean, I think you should still feel pretty good. I mean, I, but I think this game Iowa needs, um, I don't know if Kirk sees it that way, but I, I, boy, do I think they need it um, for all kinds of reasons. But all right, let's get to our last thing. We, we were going to announce this last week, but we were negligent and didn't. We're just going to have a, a little game. We'll see how long it lasts, but we're going to do uh, a two-man Big Ten survivor pool. Want to explain the rules, Eric? Yeah, I mean, essentially we're going to pick a, a match, a Big Ten matchup, so it's only when two Big Ten teams play each other. Uh, this week, I think we have four Big Ten matchups where Big Ten teams play. we got to pick a team. You can only pick them one time throughout the season. If your team wins, you move on. You keep going. If your team loses, you're out. You lose the survivor pool. And, uh, yeah, we'll keep going until one of us is the winner. I don't know. <laughs> it could last a week. It could, could, it could be We that could quick. both lose this week. Um, 
we're trying to work out some sort of bet. I'm trying to get Ben to basically repeat some PJ Fleck isms at the end of each podcast if he loses. And uh, I don't maybe I'll chomp gum like Ferentz. I don't know. We'll oh, I figure. thought we we're gonna do. Don't we want to do the the opposing team's fight song? Did I? Did okay, I miss, sure. Yeah, we'll sing the opposing team's fight song at the end of each episode if if whoever gets eliminated first. Sure, sounds good. All right. So that's it. I'm gonna put it on you first, Eric. Who are you picking? Uh, well, so let's go through. Did you? Do we want to go through the oh, four sure, matchups? You know, let's, no, let's do it. All right, let's do the four. We're gonna ignore the non-conference ones. There's there's a little bit of of fun there, I guess. Indiana and Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati is way favored. Um. And I guess Northwestern Miami of Ohio will be close, but yeah, let's 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 go in uh, time order. So we've got kicking off things. We got Maryland at Michigan. Michigan is a 16 and a half point favorite over the Terrapins. We've got your Gophers traveling to East Lansing to take on the Spartans. Uh, Minnesota is a three point favorite as we've discussed. Then at the nightcap, you get uh, six o'clock. Uh, an a- it's going to be an absolute punt fest. It's going to be punt city, baby. Iowa travels to Piscataway. Uh, SHI Stadium is what that's called. Apparently, Eric thinks it's like a high school. That's trash talking. I just gotta say, sorry, do the last one. But I, we gotta talk about your the Iowa fans cheering for these punts. It's getting ridiculous. But keep keep sorry, say the last. Uh, game. It's fine. We're it, we have nothing else to cheer it's, for. It's Our, ridiculous it, to it's, cheer it's that sad. loud for a freaking punt it, within the five in the five yard well, line. We got nothing left, man. Uh, there's nothing else. Nothing else going on. So it's Iowa's the best chance to score, uh, or, or is pinning opponents inside the five and getting a safety. That's a scoring opportunity for Iowa. It's the, and that's mostly true. You should not love your punter that much. It's just I, I agree, Eric. Insane. I didn't choose this reality. Just like you, you know, Kirk Cousins is the best Vikings quarterback. Oh, I, you will never hear me say that. But. That the Vikings have had in the 21st century. Oh, okay. And well, you're, Brett, you're, Brett Favre for a little bit. Oh, that's right. That's right. You got like. Kind of one and a half years of Brett yeah. Favre. That's okay. Fine. Aside from that, uh, he's the best you've had, but it's still you're just like, what can you say? Yeah, it, that's kind of damning with faint praise. But what are you gonna do anyway? Uh, uh so yeah, Iowa. Wisconsin, Pump- and then Wisconsin, Ohio State, right? That's the last yep. one. Wisconsin, yep, traveling to Columbus. And if in case you wondered, Ohio State is 18 and a half point favorites over Wisconsin. So that's that's where reality is. So you can pick one of those eight teams. Normally, you'll have more. But, um, you know, each time you pick a team, even if you get guessed correctly. I suspect we're going to pick the same game, right? uh, We'll see. I don't know. I I mean, Ohio State's favored. You could or Michigan. You can pick one. Oh, you're going to burn that game, that team real quickly if you pick one of those. So I don't know if we're going to pick the same one. I don't know if we're going to try try to sneak in a a closer matchup. Get that out of the way first. Uh, Are you going? Are you going Ohio State or Michigan? I'm picking Michigan. They're, okay. they're my pick this week against Maryland. To uh, So, yeah, I can't pick Michigan again for the rest of the year, but I'm picking them to, to beat Maryland. I mean, I, I think Michigan will straight up win. I mean, this is not against the point spreads. We, we said the point spreads, but all they have to do is win straight up for this. It doesn't matter if they cover the spread or not. Um, no, we're not going the same way. I, I'm, I'm not going with Michigan or Ohio State yet. Because, Whoa. Uh, they are, uh, you know. Pick Michigan State? Look at you. No, I'm not picking. I'm going to pick the Hawkeyes. I'm I'm gonna ride with the Hawkeyes. I, I don't think Iowa's got too many other great chances to win football games. Um, uh, you know, Northwestern may in Nebraska, but those are yeah, later save on for the end of the year. Um, and meanwhile, you know, Iowa's got Michigan next week, and uh, they're gonna be probably twenty point favorites. Iowa's got to travel to Ohio State. 
Um, there's some brutal ones and I can do a little hedging and you know, there we go. So I, I'm putting it all on Iowa. If they fail me, you will be singing the gopher fight song for each episode of the pot. Potter Rose deal. Oh, each episode? <laughs> no, just for each? one episode. Oh, just I, was for like, one. I was like, each episode? Okay. Uh, that's brutal. Um, no, I'm going to I'm gonna go with the Hawkeyes. Gonna, I'm going to have some confidence that they eke out an ugly game, and they'll have Iowa in the bank, and I can save uh, some of the better teams for a later date. So, there you have it. We'll see how it all plays out. Any other parting words of wisdom about your beloved Gophers? Uh, no, I just I love PJ Fleck. He's my guy. Always have. He's always been my guy. Never oh, yeah, once he's... criticized him. Never thought he was annoying. He's always been my favorite. So just want to clear that up. All right. Well, I'm going to leave. I'm going to part us off, send us off on this note. Tori Taylor for Heisman, baby. I have no response. Thanks for listening.